Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. It's birthday week on the Mess It Up podcast. And it's my birthday week. I love my birthday week so much. I am the birthday guy, bowtie guy. And I am the not birthday girl, biker tick. Hey, and this is Mess It Up Podcast. We are here to take messes, turn them into messages, and we have messes galore, don't we, girl? We do. Yes, ma'am. I can't not be excited about my birthday, but here's something that's even more exciting. As we're recording, my daughter is headed to the hospital to be induced. And so at the end of this recording, um, well, when this recording comes out, uh-huh. there should be a baby be in a the baby. world. Yeah. And all I know is it's a girl and her first initial is E. And all she's nice. very wiggly and wants to get out of mommy bad. So... Um, I'm super excited about that. So we should know more next uh, show. We should have a name and everything like that for the baby. But I'm just very excited about that. And it'll mean that in the last week of February, we'll have three birthdays in my family uh, (gasps) because her cousin is at the end of the month. And then another cousin is a week after that. So we've got like slamming birthdays here in the next couple weeks. It's just outstanding. So... That's exciting. Anyhow, uh, because of all that and because it's birthday week, the word of the week this week is festive. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, I love this definition that I found for festive on the interwebs because it's just one of those things is like, it, it makes it more complex than it is, but it says cheerful and jovially, jovially celebratory. Super not easy to say. No. But check out the synonyms. Jolly, merry, joyous, joyful, happy, jovial, lighthearted, cheerful, cheery, jubilant, convivial, good time, high-spirited, gleeful, mirthful, uproarious, rollicking, backslapping, hilarious. And there's even more, but I'm not going to click on more. But I love those words. They feel like what the word is to me. Because I love to celebrate. I love to be festive. I love to be... Convivial. I didn't even know I was convivial, but... Now you do. I love to be convivial. It's one of my favorites. I have a thing in my life where when it's birthday week, I tell people it's birthday week and I invite them to take me out. So I got taken out to breakfast this morning. Uh, So thanks. Shout out to my friend Todd who took me to the uh, fabulous Midway Cafe in beautiful Ridgecrest. I hadn't been there in a long time and now I've been there twice in the last week. How is it? Oh... It's fantastic. Is there really? It is. If you like Greasy Spoon Diner. I do. Bam. It really? Is, yeah. I went there last week with my friend Joe. Hi, Joe. And um, he was up in Ridgecrest with a friend who grew up here back in the 70s. And it turns out that that guy's first job was cleaning dishes at the Midway. So we went out to breakfast. And I hadn't been there since, I think, I've been trying to think back. I might have been there in the 90s, but I'm almost positive the last time I was in that restaurant was in the 80s. And I'm almost positive that they have not changed anything there. Nice. Other than maybe the grease. That's fantastic. Maybe, maybe. the grease. But it felt like the the, the booths, yeah. they did not feel as All though they were 
any newer than maybe 30 years old. I mean, there's springs in your backside. Right. Duct tape all nice. over stuff. It was fantastic. So, That's so awesome. good. Yeah. So, um, so I had breakfast. I'm going to be doing, um, if you listen to this in time and you're in Ridgecrest, uh, February 21st at midnight at Denny's, we're going to be um, having midnight pie. So as it turns midnight into the 22nd for my birthday, pie and ice cream at Denny's. So everyone is uh, more than welcome to uh, show up at Denny's at midnight on Thursday and uh, we'll ring in my birthday uh, there at Denny's. So something to look forward to. I love birthday week. So some people have like birthday week, right? right. Some people have birthday month, right. right? Paul, I'm pretty sure you have just birthday year. I think you just celebrate your birthday all year long. It is no You're joke. Like, Look, we've got 364 days until my birthday. I will be telling people that on the I 23rd. I know you will. Yes, yes, because that's how I roll. Um, and, and it doesn't stop at my birthday because I've got someone taking me out to lunch next Monday. Uh, so that's fantastic. And uh, if you want to take me out and you're here in Ridgecrest, just give me a call and I will go out to eat with you. It's fantastic. Whenever you can work it around your schedule, I'll try to make it work around my schedule. So the word of the week, I don't know if I told people what the word of the week is about. You know, we know that the word of the week is festive, but do you know how to use the word of the week? Do you know what it's for? First of all, you should see Christina's face right now. She's just like, she's holding her head in her hand, like must I? Uh, so it, it's, it makes us smarter. And more, uh, you know, oh, why we have a accurate. word of the week period. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. was missing that. I, I yeah. was, cause you explained why we had festive. Yeah. Not no, like, yeah. Okay. In general. So okay. it makes us, it makes us smarter. It gives us better vocabularies, but also we get bonus points. So if you use the word of the week in a sentence, there went her head again. It is so good. This woman has hands. Her, her head would be laying on a table in the studio if it didn't have hands. Uh, but you get bonus points for using the word of the week. So give yourself as many bonus points as you want, want this week for using it. Be festive and be, you know, gracious and liberal in giving yourself those bonus points. It's a fantastic thing to do. Yeah. So if you're tired of all this nonsense and heaven help you, why wouldn't you be? You can send an email to us and let us know. Hey, especially maybe, to me, maybe, especially yeah, to me, maybe it's time for Christina to get to <laughs> some time to talk, Paul. So when you want to send me that message, you can send it to bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. Our interns love to answer your emails at uh, info at messituppodcast.com. But let's say you really want to talk to my partner. Then it's bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. And we can guarantee that we don't read each other's emails and we try to keep the interns just focusing on their work. That's right. So um, there you go. If by any chance you happen to be a person looking for an internship, we do have internships available at the Mess It Up Podcast. So send an email to the interns at info at messituppodcast.com and we'll get a hold of you. That's right. Yeah. So I was having a conversation this week with one of our uh, really dedicated listeners here in town. And it was, it was super uplifting to me because she said, I was having a bad week. I was having a bad day and I just needed something. And my phone just said, hey, new podcast is here. And it started playing. And she said that it just changed her outlook well. and that she loves the hope and the fun that we bring. And 
I always ask, you know, what would you change? And nothing. Love it. You know, keep going the way nice. it is. Which nice. I'm thinking means she likes it that I talk all the time. But I'm sure that people want to hear more of what Christina's thinking. Some weeks, yes. Yeah. On some weeks, no. Yeah. I'm pretty they sure. They think they There's, want to. They think they want but to. But they're just not positive. Other times, not so much. Yeah. Well, it's... um. It's a thing that we've been doing and we're coming up and, and, and starting to look at, you know, this year end or not year, but one year anniversary. Right. So if you've got favorite moments from the show, go back and listen. If you've got a favorite moment, just jot it down, mail it to us, email it to us so we can put together a, uh, yeah. a favorites um, montage uh, for our anniversary show. Um, but I think, you know, when I look at what we're doing and why we're doing it, it's not necessarily the same as we envisioned when we first envisioned this podcast uh, almost a year ago. Right. But I think that it is what it needs to be right now because that's the thing that I hear from listeners. The most common comment that I get from people is your show really uplifted me. Nice. And that I love just listening to you guys talk about things and it gave me something to think about as I listen to you guys talk. So if you concur with that, let us know. If you disagree with that. Uh, I was like, I concur. I concur. Do you concur? I I do. Nice. Outstanding. I get uplifted by having these conversations with you. It's it's a good way to just kind of bounce things off. I was talking to Christina before we uh, started rolling. We were just kind of hanging out in the studio and talked about, you know, what we're going to talk about. And sometimes it's just the internet psychiatrist sofa. You yeah. know, we're just sitting on the counselor's sofa in front of all you people right. and working our stuff out. And... Um, Sometimes I need that. Sometimes I just need to hear my voice say the things that I'm thinking Yep. to either validate sanity uh-huh. or confirm crazy. Right. And, and uh, it gives me that. And I think that the reason that this works is because of the safety that's provided. I agree. I've, I've thought about why it's safe. I mean, there's, there's people listening and, and I can see the hundreds of people each week that are listening to it. So it's right. not like we're just talking to ourselves, but when we're here in the studio, other than the dog and my wife sometimes who comes in, it's, it's just us talking. So it feels right. private, mm-hmm. but I have no qualms about sharing it with people. Right. And, um, it's just, I mean, if I could give somebody advice, it would be talk. Yes. Just talk to somebody. I agree. And talk, talk to somebody who's got your best interest at heart. Find your, find your lobster, right? And a lobster, your person, like find your person, find your person who's always going to be there for you. Find somebody that has your best interest at heart. Because I found, I was having a conversation about this Saturday night. So I have lots of different people in my life that I can talk to, right? Mm-hmm. I got you, I got Bev, I got, you know, other people from recovery. I've got my spiritual parents, I've got my husband, I've got my kids, I've got all kinds of people I can talk to. But who I choose to talk to depends on the subject of conversation that I have at hand. So sometimes I just want someone to co-sign my BS. Okay. And so I'm going to call the person who I know is going to co-sign my BS. If I'm angry and I'm pissed off and I'm just 
blah, 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 and got a vent. I'm going to call my friend who's going to listen to me and agree. Yeah, girl, I know. Get it. Yeah. I said, so if I don't want, and if I actually want some good spiritual advice, then I'm going to call somebody who's going to give me that good spiritual advice. But yeah, I find who I want to talk to depends on what I want to talk about. Yes. And I was, what I was thinking about with this was that whole idea of somebody who's got my best interest. Mm -hmm. That co-signer doesn't necessarily have my best interest at heart. No, not at all. And and that's one thing I know for sure that you won't hold back on me if you disagree. You're not afraid to express your opinion and disagree with me, which is so important in our friendships is to yeah. have those people who will disagree with us. I have coffee with a guy several times a week and we disagree on yeah. things just big time. That doesn't stop us from loving each other, from being yeah. respectful of each other, from listening to each other and from having those conversations. Because if my, if my thought process can't withstand someone pushing back on it, it's pretty weak. Right. And, I agree. And I, I shouldn't be hiding in that house of cards. So I was in Arizona this past week, right? Mm-hmm. And got to spend time with my dad and my brother. My dad and my brother and me can sit around and we call it BSing. You know, that's just the term that we've always had for what we do. We sit around and we solve the world's problems. We debate anything that we can, especially hot button issues. But none of us get pissed off about it. We can all sit down and we can all have, I mean, we were born to argue with each other in a very positive way. And so I love having those people that will push back and be like, oh, so you think that, huh? Because I think we all know by now that I'm anti-vax, right? Big hot button issue for Christina. Well, my dad and my brother are very pro-vaccine. And so we had a wonderful conversation, which I educated my dad on some things that he didn't know. I also pulled my brother's biased opinions out and confronted him with those like, Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said that. I think you're bringing that to the table, not coming out of my mouth. And so it was really nice to have those people that pushed me back. Like you were saying, and it wasn't about anything heartfelt deep, you know, like it's not the conversations that we can have. It's definitely a a different, you know, political religious type hot button issue realm. But it's nice to have somebody who can push me back and kind of get me, you know, a little wired up. Yeah. Um, Because we got to have those people. And I love it because it reminds me that I can have a debate that isn't personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I don't have to get my emotions and my feelings into it. Even though my emotions and feelings are fully invested, I can have a conversation with somebody and disagree with them and still respect them and love them for the individual that they are. Yeah. And that debate, that conversation isn't a fight where someone has to win. Right. And that's the, the, to me, that's the healthy difference. That's the defining line is that healthy, nobody needs to win this disagreement. It just saying what you think, why you think. And, you know, hopefully both people walking away affirmed uh, in their belief and their love for the other person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is, I think, festive. Um, I don't, Bonus points I don't for know Paul. where to go with that Cha-ching. one. I'm speechless. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of speechless, which uh, we mean we weren't, but you did. Um, there's an album by a guy named Speechless 
The guy's not named Speechless. The album's named Speechless. Stephen Curtis Chapman. But tonight, I'm pulling out a Stephen Curtis Chapman song that means a whole lot to me in my recovery. And because of all the stuff that I do with prison ministry, and I found this song before I was incarcerated, but it never meant more to me than it did when I was incarcerated and after getting out. And this is a song that uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman wrote when he was working with Prison Fellowship back in the early 2000s, maybe in the late 90s, uh, called Remember Your Chains. And that's our song of the week this week. Nice. So here's Remember Your Chains. We'll be back on the other side to reflect. Remember your chains Remember the prison that once held you Before the love of God rolled through Remember the place You were without grace When you see where you are now Remember your chains No one more faithful to sit at the table than the one who best remembers hunger's pain. And no heart loves greater than the one that is able to recall the time when all it knew was shame. The wings of forgiveness can take us to high never see but the wisest ones oh they will never lose like I said that song really started to resonate with me after I was incarcerated and yeah. just those the the thoughts that he puts into it and the idea um, in the second verse, he says, no one's more thankful to sit at the table than the one who best remembers hunger's pain. And in looking back at my life, now that I'm going back inside and working with Prison Fellowship, uh, doing Prison Fellowship Academy, doing the Toomey um, uh, program to get guys a master's degree and doing CR Inside, I remember what I went through. And I remember people coming in and feeding into me. And now when I'm there feeding into them, they have no idea how much they are lifting my soul. Yeah. And I just, it's, it, it can be easy to get callous toward prisoners. Yeah. I was talking to, um, one of my CR inside guys this last Saturday and he's the guy that was running the program and he's the inmate that's sort of the leader there and, and make sure that things happen on the inside. Um, <clears throat> and as I came out, the day that this podcast comes out will be the 17 year anniversary of me leaving incarceration. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Wow. Wahoo. Super excited about that. That's crazy. He went in about the same time I was coming out. He's still there. Wow. When he went in, he was a meth head. Yeah. He was a gangbanger. He didn't care. His family wanted nothing to do with him. Didn't know Jesus. Yeah. And in time, just sitting there, 
He has made mistakes, but he is now on such an amazing path for Christ. And the number of men that he has led to Christ in facilities around this country is astounding. And the impact that he has on these inmates is way bigger than the impact that I could have on him. And the fact that he's doing it all the time and he just... This man lives for Christ the way he used to live for his next score. And it's just phenomenal to see, to participate in, to watch, to just, I love this. And I just, I have to remember those chains. I can't forget the fact that I was in there. And the fact that I was in there makes it better when I go in. Um, I just took a new guy to the prison this last week to get fingerprinted because he's going to come in and start helping with the programs. But he hasn't been inside and it's different for him and he doesn't have that to call on. And I can, I can relate to those guys sitting there. And I think the thing that really struck me in conversations after I came home was hearing people say about prisoners, well, they don't care. Look, they don't even care what they did. And I can tell you. That when the lights go down and the doors close and it's nighttime and we're locked in there, almost everybody visibly can be seen to be remorseful. Right. There's one or two that I've met in my years that I think, okay, this person just has no concept of it. Right. But almost to a man, it's just serious, hardcore regret. And not just about being caught, but the damage that they've done. And when you see that sink in, people do care. We just don't always show because we can't, because we have to live up to the gang mentality that right. we're still wrapped up in, or we have to live up to, for males, the machismo, the tough guy image yeah. that you're not going to hurt me. You know, I'm not going to let you in because that gives you control. It's just so stupid. And I think that same mentality from prison applies to people in their recovery. I'm not going to let that recover. I'm not going to let this, you know, whatever hurt me. So I'm going to bury it with my habit, hurt or hang up. I'm going to crush it with another drink or another hit or spending more money or looking for more pictures or whatever it is that we have and being able to, to look back and say, this is where I was is so important for me because it reminds me of where I am now. It lets me see the distance, the gap. Cause sometimes I feel miserable. Like I don't want to be doing this. I'm tired. This is nonsense. I can't, but remembering where I was shows me where I am. Right. And that difference is super duper important to me. And so that's why I cringe when people like, uh, leave the past in the past. Right. You know, I'm not going to, not going to relive that. I'm not going to give it any, any breath. Like, no, no, no. Understand it. Don't glorify it. Right. But understand it. So it's taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's something that I, I never thought that I wa- would want to do is to be back in that. Mm-hmm. But, um, it is. And I know that that song, sappy and, you know. Super sappy. Yeah. But I just, when I hear it, I remember uh, a guy I was locked up with for a long time. And he would ask me to sing that song. 
because that song, he didn't know it other than what I sang to him. Right. But that song reminded him that, that we can be free and that we don't need to, we need to change where we've been, but we, we don't erase where we've been. We just use that as leverage. And that's just so powerful to me. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, this week, everybody gets 51 bonus points for listening. Yay. Because on Friday, I will be... 51? 51. Now, here's the fun thing. Now, I don't know if everybody knows about this, but, you know, I've had some run-ins with the law. Uh, so, I will be on Friday. I'll be 51. Now, my friend, Lonnie, hi, Lonnie, will be 51 on Sunday. So, the, the day between, that's Saturday, I will be 51. She will be 50. So, we're having a 51-50 crazy party on Saturday, uh, because to me, that's just hilarious. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm ready to be festive. I'm glad that it's my birthday week. I am glad that uh, everybody is joining us and uh, listening to the podcast. Thank you. You guys might not have been able to tell from the uh, the dulcet tones of the lovely biker chick, <laughs> but she is under the weather. I don't feel good. Yeah, Sorry, guys. But she's here you know, bringing it and, and being strong. We gave her some chicken soup and That's a donut right. and a that donut. was made by my lovely wife. So good. And, um, thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you guys. guys for being here. We're on the interwebs. We are. Should somewhat. we tell them? We're on Facebooks. Okay. And on the Instagrams. And you tweet. And I tweet. Yes. And sometimes people win stuff for, uh, That's responding right. to the tweets. So, uh, check that kind of stuff out. Um, and we're also, we have a, a webpage, uh, messituppodcast.com. We do. Should we tell them the emails again? We're legit. My email is bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. What about mine? You are guy at messituppodcast.com. Do we have any others? Info at messituppodcast.com. Who listens or reads that one? Our interns. Yeah! turns hooray um thanks for being here thanks uh, for listening to us please if you like this podcast it's great that you listen to it and we love that share, share it. it with people share yeah it, share let it, people it. know that we're out there and um that helps us to uh keep on being encouraged and to do stuff if you've got a mess that's become a message let us know. We want to have you on. We can get you on a phone call uh, so you don't have to be in town, uh, but we want to hear your story and so do Absolutely. other people. So Absolutely. thanks for being here. We'll catch you again next time. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time we mess it up. Yeah, we will. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.